Welcome to the Mommy Daddy Time Podcast, everyone. In today's episode, we are talking about the three ruts that couples can find themselves in that often become secret struggles. Yeah. They're pretty good. They are really good. But here's the thing. We're not going to be releasing them all at the same time. That's right. This will not be an hour-long episode, ladies and gentlemen. Instead, we're going to try something a little bit different and release these this episode in three segments over the course of the next three days. And here's what's interesting. In this episode, you're going to hear what it's like for us as we struggled through things like our sexual relationship together. Yeah. And our relational relationship. Our relational relationship. Yep. How we connect relationally, how we connect sexually, and even a little bit of a rut involving physical fitness and health too. This is going to be a collection of three amazing episodes. They're going to be a little bit shorter, but also spaced out in terms of how we release them. But we promise the stuff in here is freaking gold people. So don't skip one. Yep. So we talk about our own struggles, and then we'll also give you some tips and tricks on how we got through them. That's right. So sit back, relax, maybe do some dishes, listen to this in the car. But either way, enjoy the episodes. We're starting right now. Hi, I'm Eric Upton. And I'm Christy Upton. We've been married for a while. And we've got three kids. We've also been youth pastors for a long time. In 2017, we left our home and everything we loved in California. And we moved to Arizona. All because God told us to. It's been an adventure, and we still aren't sure what's next. But here we are. We used to do this thing after youth group at our house on Wednesday nights. All our leaders would come over and hang out in our kitchen. Sometimes till three in the morning. It was our favorite night of the week. We called it Mommy Daddy Time. Because it didn't start till after the kids went to bed. Now we're starting a podcast. We're calling it the Mommy Daddy Time Podcast. It's going to be like hanging out with your best friends after the kids go to bed. So if you're looking for our tips and tricks on how we do life, ask us and we'll answer it on the show. So let's get started. Enjoy the show. Three, two, one. Hey, welcome to the Mommy Daddy Time Podcast, everyone. My name is Eric. And my name is Christy. And you are live in our kitchen. Thank you so much for being here with us for episode number 28. Whoop, whoop. It's a party. Uh, we keep adding more and more listeners every single week, and we are so grateful. If you're new here, man, we would love to get to know you. Yeah, drop a comment below. Like, let us know who you are. Like, yep. we want to know you guys. Absolutely. You can hit us up on Instagram at Mommy Daddy Time Podcast or on Facebook. And a uh, little inside information we're working on kind of a cool way to build this community up. So, traditionally, People have always created like fan pages and stuff like that, which are good, but there's not a lot of like great interaction on there. And we've always dreamt of like building a community. So something that's in the works, people, is the, uh, I don't know, what are we going to call it? Like the Mommy Daddy Time podcast Facebook community, right? Yes. Does that work? I love it. It's it's a little lengthy, maybe, I don't know, but that's probably what we're going to call it. Anyways, we are going to create a Facebook group for people who are interested in being a part of a community and just being in a group of people who are encouraging and positive and care about one another and here to like cheer each other on. Because if there's anything we know, parenting and marriage can be really lonely, which sounds weird to say, but the truth is it can be super lonely. Yeah. 
right? Can. Oh like, yeah. Like you can get married, and then like if you're anything like us or your stories like us, you get married and you have to move away from all your friends and family, and it's just the two of you, and you feel like you're doing it alone. Or like you get married and then you start having your kids, and no one else in your friend group is having a kid, and you're like, oh man, this is really lonely. Yeah. We talked about that actually. Or your kid gets sick. Yeah, your kid gets sick. More loneliness. More loneliness. Yeah, because you can't bring them around other kids. And other kids don't want to come around you. It can happen all over the place. So we want to create a community where we can all get together, encourage one another, help one another. Pray for one another. Pray for one another. Just appreciate one another. Like Like real community. Yeah. No one gets left behind kind of stuff. Like, Like real Toy Story type stuff, you know? No toy gets left behind. That kind of thing. <laughs> See, I was thinking about the series, like, Left Behind. Oh, the series Left start, Behind? Yeah, it's oh like, my where is gosh. that going? Oh, no, not, like, Left Behind, like, the Kirk Cameron movie, yep. Left Behind, or anything yep. like that. And or, the series of books. Or the newer one. I think Nicolas Cage was in the most recent. Those, uh, I started, books? like, half a chapter in one. Here's the thing about me. Even growing up, I was never interested in fictional books. Like, like as a kid, fictional books were more of a nuisance to me than they were like a point of enjoyment. So like, this is the weird thing about me. We're entering into fun facts about Eric kind of a thing. And this may start a riot. And I know that I've never read any of the Harry Potter books. I've never read any of the hunger games books or any of the, um, what was that other one that we were just talking about with the movies? The, um, Kids I know. There's are, a few vampire books. Yeah, out there too. I never read any of the vampire books, and I didn't even see all the vampire movies. I couldn't handle the lack of acting that came from that. But um, yeah, I just never read fiction. So like, I would do book reports on nonfiction books all the time. So like, I I remember I read a book on Phil Jackson, the former head coach for the Chicago Bulls, um, in like what was I like fifth grade? I read his autobiography. And I did a report on that. We could have done any book in the world, and I chose Phil Jackson's autobiography because way so more weird. interested in like that's so true weird. Stuff. I, I don't know. It's just me. Yeah, I mean, I get it because I don't follow too far behind. Yeah, because I don't read anything that's nonfictional either. Like, yeah, you don't do nonfiction, mm-mm. or I'm sorry, you don't do fiction. Don't do fiction. Yeah, you don't. You don't sorry. do fiction. So I don't f- fiction, but. I will do fiction if it's based on a true... So, like, historical like, fiction? Historical fiction, So, like, yeah. a, an elaborate tale of Abraham Lincoln Vampire Slayer. Oh, uh, that's a little that, stretch. Maybe not that little bit of a stretch. Okay, a little bit but of a like, stretch. Um, so, they did... Uh, so, the, the Man in the High Castle is kind of an interesting series. We haven't watched it. It's on Amazon Prime. I haven't Prime. done any of those. But what I can tell, the premise is kind of like, what if the Communist Party had won the war? Oh, interesting. And, and like, what would the world look like if communism and Germany and World yep. War II actually won, right? Yeah. So that would I interest would, you? That would be interesting. <clears throat> okay. Yeah. Well, there you go. Fun facts about Eric and Christy. Speaking of fun facts, we're in the middle of a series right now on our podcast called The Secret Struggles. Yeah. This has been kind of fun to talk about. It's really fun. And I honestly, I kind of want to keep going on with the secret secret struggles with like other things in our life so let us know if you enjoy this series we may add a few more but today we're doing a new one so the first part we did a secret struggles of a father and then we did a secret struggles of a mother yep and this week this week big news secret struggles of couples so we're actually focusing on what it looks like to um, 
to really dive into the secret struggles of not just being parents and the relationship between parents and their kids, but the relationship between mom and dad with one another. Yeah. So we're going to set the kids aside for a minute as is with any good mommy daddy time moment. You send the kids to bed and we're going to have a little chat, a little fireside chat, if you will, a little sit down at the kitchen counter, grab a glass of wine. And we're going to have some real talk people about the three biggest struggles that parents have when it comes to their relationship with one another. And we're going to cover three ruts that we see. uh, We've seen ourselves kind of dip into from time to time and we also see other couples around us struggle with but not always feel the opportunity to talk about and we're going to share not just what those struggles are but we're going to talk about ways that you can get out of those struggles or fight against those struggles sound good yeah let's dive into it all right so what is your first well actually wait it would be our 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 first, first thank you secret struggle All right, the first secret struggle, which really we've defined these as ruts that we can fall into. So the first rut that's that's also a secret struggle is um, getting into a physical rut. And What do you mean by physical rut? I'm so glad you asked. What I mean by a physical rut is our physical health. The, the shape that we're in, we're talking the nutrition that we put into our bodies. We're talking about the physical fitness that we kind of ascribe to or participate in. We're talking about how we feel and how we function. And what's interesting about this rut is we see how it impacts so many different aspects of our lives. So mm-hmm. one of the keys to looking at yourself physically from a, a holistic perspective is you need to look at what you eat your daily exercise, and also how you sleep and recover from each day. I I think both of us would agree that those are the three main parts to a a good physical balance within someone's, like, person, right? Yeah. The only thing I would add is seeing if the next day, if you can keep maybe doing a little bit more. So, like, adding more workout or you know what I mean like like improving over time as opposed to staying into the same routine or something like Mm -hmm. that okay so there needs to be improvement on top of that as well okay some sort of growth I like that let's get into that piece in a second let's first kind of share some of our story because our story despite what you may think has not always been a tale of being physically fit and healthy and this is this is funny to me because we've got uh, a close um, couple who are good friends of ours. And mm-hmm. um, it's funny because the the husband, um, I talk to him all the time and, and sometimes I'll refer back to who I was and how I was physically before I met him, but I forget that he wasn't there for that. And he'll look back at me and he'll be like, Eric, you don't remember, I didn't know fat Eric. I, I've only known fit Eric. And, and so it's weird to me to think of you as not this guy. And I say that, to, to kind of help you understand, like there was a time for Christy and I where our physical health and our physical fitness was not a priority. Mm-hmm. And then something happened. Take us back to that moment, Christy. Talk me through, because it started with you, not with me. Walk me through what was going on. What life change did you experience? And um, how, how did you get both of us out of that physical rut? 
Yeah. So really mainly I started working on myself. <coughs> um, I didn't even put any, um, what would you call it? Expectations. Expectations on you at all. Yeah. Like there were no expectations for you to fulfill anything within the health realm. Like I supported you with where you were at no yeah. matter what. Right. I always improved or I always supported your want to improve, but I never demanded it. Demanded you to choose any. So of let's that. let's start here before we get into that. What happened in your life that caused you to kind of look up and realize, man, this is it where I want to be physically with yeah. my life. So we first got married, um, and then not even a year after I got pregnant. Um, and even before I got pregnant, I was in school. And so I was juggling all these pieces. Yeah. And to be Work, honest, school and pregnancy a lot all of, came at within what the first few months of us being married. Yeah. I mean the first year. So I was juggling a lot. <clears throat> so right after I graduated college, uh, my, my degree was in exercise science. So even though I didn't have a regular workout routine for myself or placed on myself, I was still very active within my classes. I had to do some PE classes. There was weightlifting classes. Yeah. There was other classes. So I was still fairly active, even though I didn't necessarily choose to be. I'd had to be. Mm -hmm. I don't know if that makes any sense. So after I graduated college, I was able to quit my job. And so yeah. it was the first time... I didn't have a job and it was just you working yep. and I was very, very soon to have a baby. Yeah. And I took those two months off. Like I didn't do anything and we didn't live in the greatest neighborhood to where I was like, yeah, let me just go outside my right. house and take a walk. When basically what Christy's saying in a really nice way is when the sun went down in the place where we had our first condo, where we lived, we didn't go outside. It just was not safe. And honestly, even when the sun was up and you're like, it, like if, had you looked at me and said, I'm going to go for a walk, I'd be like, I'm coming with you. Let me grab my baseball bat. And like, right. we would have went for a walk. Like it just, if, it was not a safe place for yeah, us to really if, live. If we did go for a walk, we would have to drive a good five, about probably a good 10, 15 minutes out somewhere to where we would feel a little bit safer to yep, walk around absolutely. to like a park. Okay. Anyway, so mm. I came from a place where I didn't feel safe or comfortable. I didn't love leaving the house. And you were pregnant. Without my, and I was pregnant. And right. so my physical um, health went to the back burner. Like yep. you and I would just hang out and you would come home and we would have chips and salsa and beans and cheese. And watch and TV. watch TV. And yep. that's all we did yep. and it got to the point where after I had Briley I was fed up like mm -hmm. I was like nope we're done like I want to start becoming a little more active yeah um and at this point we had moved in with your parents yeah I no, had well I'm, I'm gonna Briley. fast forward so we fast forwarding had, we had moved I in found out I was pregnant with my second daughter yep and that's just when, a few beautiful months later yep. I basically waited that time limit <sighs> After you had a baby to make another one and we made another one. Yeah, pretty quickly. It was so glorious. <laughs> after that, um, so after I found out I was pregnant with Maisie, I knew that I didn't want to go down the same route. So I started doing some walks. I started asking um, Eric to go on walks with me after he went home, came home. So I would go on my long walk and then I would ask you, I'd be like, 
instead of watching a movie or instead of sitting down and vegging out, like, let's do something together. Right. Let's do something. Let me let me fast forward the timeline real quick, because we went to we moved in with your parents. And this is what prompted a lot of it for us was we moved into a neighborhood where your parents were, where that walking after I got home from work was more of an accessible or or interesting kind of thing for us to do. And And you started pitching this to me and you're like, hey, do you want to go for a walk and we can walk around and talk and blah, blah, blah. I did not really want to. Yeah. And I think honestly, like we had some talks and I think it was finally when you realized like how much that time meant to me. Like I was yeah. like 15 minutes changes my whole perspective on the day. Yeah. Like I just need a 15 minute walk and you're like, you've looked at me and you're like, okay, 15 minutes. And that changes your, like that makes you happy. Like, okay, I can I, do that. I can do that. Yeah. For me, it started out as a relational thing, which is really, really interesting. Um, and so we, we started walking and they weren't long walks. No, it was like 10, 15 minutes. Like there were a lot of hills, that was but they it. weren't long. <laughs> Because of where we lived. Okay, it was so let's, gorgeous where we lived. It was beautiful. Let's fast forward again. We've now bought our first house. We're living in a nice area. And our third child is about to be born, then is born in that house. And did is that did we start it before he was born? So the night, what, two weeks before I found out I was pregnant with Finn. Oh, that's what it was. It was a night where... We We had had been going on walks and we had been doing some active things, but nothing crazy. And we had friends over and I kind of egged you on to sign up for a half marathon. I shot my stupid marathon. In front of everybody. And you're like, yeah, I'm going to do it. I'm like, all right, I'm signing us up right now. And I signed (laughs) us up right then. I did not believe you were actually going to do that. And then I looked at you and I was like, you're signed up. I suggest you start doing some training. (laughs) Better start running. (laughs) And so it was really easy like I was like I showed you a plan I said this is how we start training for half marathon you need to really start out slow we talked about cumulative miles per week how that affects your body and we started out really slow and then soon like we both did a half marathon and after that half marathon you and I looked at at each other like well what's the next goal like it wasn't a great we did it we're done it was you looked at me and I remember specifically you saying, I don't want to go back to how I felt before because I feel so much better now than I ever have. Yeah. And I didn't know how bad I used to feel because I thought that was normal. Yes. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up because that, that was an interesting turning point for me was coming off the half marathon. What I knew was I didn't want to pursue running as my thing. Like I knew... I'm glad I completed the goal. Running mm-hmm. was not my thing. That's what I learned from that experience, right? And we started this the whole walking thing off. And it's funny because I think back on it and like I never felt pressured by you. I always felt invited. Mm-hmm. And there was a significant difference to me between you coming to me and saying, hey, you really should walk fatty uh, instead of playing video games on the couch as opposed to you coming up and saying, hey, let's go for a walk to Starbucks down the street and get you something. And you knew that like you were going to tackle one thing at a time because the reality is I would walk to Starbucks, which was less than a mile away, but then I'd order a venti white mocha with whole milk and whipped cream. And you, you didn't extra pumps of white mocha. You didn't look at it 
that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> but you didn't look at it and say, I'm going to try and tackle all the things all at once and say, I need right. you to run. I need you to stop drinking white mochas and I need you to start eating healthier. You just took one thing and yep. you started there. And that's, that became a springboard to the half marathon that we mm-hmm. ran together. Mm-hmm. And hey, bonus, like running together was a lot of fun too um, to just do that process, right? Yeah. But then we get to the end of the half marathon. I completed a goal and I was like, man, let me take stock of how I feel. I'm, I don't want to go back to where I was. Yep. Like I going backwards made so much less sense to me. And because I had accomplished that goal, I wanted to see what else my body could do, which is how we found CrossFit and, uh, mm-hmm. the, the physical fitness of, of weight training and, um, high intensity interval training and, um, Olympic lifting and all of that stuff. So here's what this all culminates to one of the most dangerous ruts that is a secret struggle for a lot of couples and was for us and was for us is that physical rut. Yeah. And if you find yourself in one, maybe you're thinking like, okay, Eric and Christy, great. I am definitely that person. We eat refried beans and cheese uh, with chips on the couch and we binge watch The Bachelor together and that's kind of our life and we just figure that's normal. But I'm looking around and I'm like, "Mm, maybe something should change. How do we actually do that? What are the things that we can do as a couple or maybe it's just one party right now who wants to make the change and the other one is like not into it? Mm -hmm. How do you lead out when you're the only one that wants to start moving kind of a thing, right? Right. So let's talk tactics now. Tactic number one for getting out of a physical rut is what, Christy? Let's start small and then add more, like walk into Starbucks. Yep. So starting small, like it doesn't have to be anything. And not only just starting small, but inviting other people not into it, not just because it's what they should be doing but because you enjoy the time with that person yeah and make it a relational thing as opposed to a purposeful goal to make somebody else work out yeah or be active yeah don't don't kind of like be passive aggressive with your invitations or um these things And, and when we talk about starting small here's what you have to understand I am not a start small kind of guy. No, if I decide to do something, I want to jump all in right away. Yep. For instance, like right before we got married, I was like, I'm going to get buff before our, our wedding day. Totally. And this was like 40 days out or something like that. And I bought P 90 X and a bunch of dumbbells, a yoga mat, a pull up bar, and a whole bunch of other equipment, like bands and like workout clothing. And like, I bought all of it. Mm hmm. And I did it for 15 days. Uh, I don't even think it was 15 days. It was 15 days. And 15 painful days and very lonely days. And I did P15X and it was not great. It was... I even warned you against that. Yeah. So I was like, that's you told an, me multiple times. It's like, that's an hour and a half. Hey, maybe start small. This is a lot. Like yeah. maybe you should start with like a 30 minute exercise instead. Yeah. Cause really that's all it takes. Sometimes it's just starting off with those 15, 20, 30 minute exercises yep. and then building from there. Yeah. Honestly, I cannot, I cannot tell you how helpful it was to start small. Like with just walks around the block, walks to Starbucks, walks to Costco And then every once in a while, Christy would be like, let's jog this time. Let's just see how fast we can get there. And like, I didn't, 
like it. I didn't want to. I refused the first couple of times, but then I eventually did it. Yeah. And here we are years later and I'm so much happier. And I think a physical rut is a really dangerous thing to get into because it can impact so many other aspects of your relationship and especially your marriage. Mm -hmm. So here's a second piece of advice on getting out of a physical rut. Start replacing your poor eating habits with slightly healthier ones. Yep. So this is, again, this is starting small, but now we're talking nutrition. So for me, I went from literally drinking five Diet Cokes per day to cutting it down to like one per day. Yeah. And then I cut it down to um, a couple per week and Mm -hmm. then one per week. And then one per month and then one per special occasion. Yeah. And now it's it's so special occasions. Just special occasions. Super rare that I have any soda. And it was one small change that I made to my nutrition that, believe it or not, ended up having a pretty significant impact on my physical fitness and Mm -hmm. my physical shape and how I felt. Christy began making changes to the things that we purchased at Costco and some of the other grocery stores. Yeah. We pulled back on some of the fattier meats and increased more lean meats. We pulled back on easy go-to snacks that are just filled with, you know, sugar and empty calories and started replacing those with things that, yeah, required a little bit more effort to eat. So that's kind of a double positive there, Mm -hmm. um, but also had better nutritional value as well. And my nutrition now versus what it was is night and day different. Yeah. I mean, it could be as small, like the small change that you could make could be as small as making sure that you have enough protein throughout your day. Yeah. Like that's all it is. Make sure that you have a good size amount of protein for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Yeah. And that's where you start. Making, heck, making sure that you eat three meals a day is a great small start. Because mm-hmm. most of us skip breakfast, have a giant lunch, and don't eat again until 7.30 at night. And then and it's totally another big meal. binge. And we totally binge, and we cap it off with like Ben and Jerry's. Show of hands, who's guilty of that? Currently raising my oh, hand yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. Like 100%. But making sure you eat three, smiles, three meals a day is a small change that you can make. And you'll be surprised that as you stack these small changes on top of each other, how big a deal that actually makes. Yep. Yep, yep. The final thing that we want to talk about in getting out of a physical rut is doing exercise with other people, preferably other people you like. (laughs) Yeah. And let me specify, this isn't only your husband or only your wife or only your girlfriend or only your boyfriend. Come on. Like this needs to be with friends or people that you enjoy working out with to find a community so you can kind of bond well. Yeah. I don't think it's the healthiest thing to only have your one workout partner be your significant Be the person other. you're in a relationship with. It's, it's, yeah. it's a bad, it's bad Actually, news. that's a good way to end a relationship pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, right? Like, there's so many times when Eric and I have gone to the gym together and we've realized, like, there's a very specific way we have to talk with each other yeah. at the gym because otherwise it ends up being not fun granted it's a good exercise in communication too totally you know you could stretch your communication abilities at the gym but i love to enjoy going to the gym with you and let's be real there are some people who are couples and they work out great together and they love it so knock yourselves out but i think that you should have at least a few other people in there 
So what we're saying is... Don't rely on that one person. Don't rely on the one person. But often when you're looking for a way to exercise, look at the community that does it and don't just judge the workout you got from it. Like evaluate the people that you were with. Are are these the kind of people you would want to come and see day after day, week after week, over and over again and do this hard thing with these people? Like, are they closed off and did they ignore you the whole time you came in as a newbie? Did they welcome you in and show you how to do things? Did they make you feel comfortable? Like, those are all important community aspects. And like, if you join a Globo Gym, it's even harder because most people go in, stick their headphones in and ignore you and let you figure it out yourself. And my worst fear and most people's worst fear going into there is... I'm worried I'm going to use a machine wrong. Someone's going to record it and post it on YouTube. And I'm going to be that guy that yeah. everyone mm. laughs at. You know what I mean? Yeah. But look look at the people and, and go for the people. It is okay to choose an exercise program based on the people. Like take one look at an, uh, an aquatic aerobic class and you'll realize that the people in that pool care more about who else is in the pool with them than they do about changing their physical fitness drastically. Now, yeah. it helps them that their physical fitness is being improved, but they care about the people they're with. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. I think that's great. Right? Me too. Yeah. I mean, right. you got to enjoy the people you're with. We want to help you build a thriving marriage, whether you are just starting out, whether you're about to get married, plan to get married someday, or within the first five or 10 years of your marriage. Like, we want to help you build a thriving marriage. We're opening up our lives clearly as was experienced in the middle of this podcast episode um (laughs) we're opening up our lives and we're sharing with you the stuff that a lot of other couples don't yeah because we honestly believe that one of the best ways that other people can improve their own marriage is to have access to other people's marriages yeah as it really is not the instagram highlights but as it really actually is join us for our real life yes Please do. So we hope you enjoyed this podcast and we hope it's been helpful for you. These are the three ruts that we talked about. We would love to know what are the ruts that are some secret struggles for you guys in your relationships or what have you seen in other couples or what are you worried about as you enter into marriage? Like, let us know. Hit us up on Instagram. Hit us up on Facebook. We would love to hear that. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with the people that you care about in your life. If you get any value from this whatsoever, it would mean the world to us if you would share it with other people that you care about in your life. We are trying to help people build a thriving marriage. And uh, the more people who know about this, the more people we can help and the more people we can have as a part of this team. And we think that's a big deal. Yeah, we do. Thank you so much for listening to this show. As always, you can ask us questions by going to ask at mommydaddytimepodcast.com or hitting us up in the DMs on social media. We hope you guys have an amazing week and we will see you right here in the kitchen next week. Thank you. Bye. Adios.